listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess. It's all about helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. This is a fun day because I've been asked by a listener to talk about the simplest and least expensive way to get a coaching business off the ground. A shout out to the person who asked but didn't share their name. I'm really glad that you asked. And by the way, I love it when listeners tell me what they want to hear on the show. If you have a specific request, just go to prosperouscoachblog.com and and my contact page there and get in touch. I would love to hear from you. This is going to be a relatively short episode because the answer to the simplest and least expensive coaching business model is one-on-one coaching. I bet you're not surprised. And if you're charging enough and enroll your clients into a longer-term package, you won't need many clients each year to make a good income. And that's a great thing because if you only need 20 or 30 clients a year, you don't have to work very hard in terms of marketing in order to enroll that many people. If you have ready access to your chosen target audience, and because expenses would be incredibly low for this business model, one-on-one is the most profitable option that I know about. You don't have to have a website, although you may want one. You don't have to have a team you know, or even a virtual assistant to help you with the tasks because admin and tasks will be minimal. You don't need a big coordinated marketing campaign and a bunch of software programs with monthly fees. Literally, all you really need is a phone and a private place in your home to take your calls. Maybe a business card for networking. Do you know what I've just been describing? Well, it's the way that every service entrepreneur has done business before the internet. And don't roll your eyes. This is still the way a lot of service entrepreneurs operate. Sometimes I wonder if it isn't easier than all the online stuff that everyone, including me, does these days. But it is what allows us to have international clients, and I love that. The analog way of business does require some skills. You have to be an active networker. You have to go where your clients are and be a good conversationalist in order to get referrals and be memorable to people. When I started, I only offered private one-on-one coaching, obviously. I found all of my clients through networking and speaking. It was only in my later years that I started adding in other types of business models. I did do group coaching for a while uh, face-to-face. And then I started doing VIP days. That's a three to eight hour time frame of working with one person in one day. Later, I created an online membership program. That took a lot of work to get off the ground. Then I added uh, an online mastermind with two yearly retreats. I created two online training programs, one of which I also offered a group live training program to go along with it. You know, and it was really fun doing all that stuff, and I made good money, but I have to tell you, it was so much work keeping all of that rolling. And so much of my income was going to expenses. 
I think that's often overlooked when people are choosing a business model. The more complicated you go, the more technical it is, the harder you're going to work and sometimes the less money you keep because you need more help to get it off the ground and keep it rolling. And probably you know by now there really is no passive revenue, except for maybe royalties. I was very lucky to have an opportunity to co-write some coach training curriculum for a coach training school and have been receiving royalties for that for 15 years now. So if you can get royalty work, that's great. Make it happen. But you know what I love the most is getting to know my clients really well. And having a 30-hour work week with a four-day weekend isn't so bad either. I try for that as much as I possibly can. In order to do online programs or group programs, you need a fairly robust list of people in your target audience who already know, like, and trust you. I would say a minimum of 5,000, but maybe better 10,000 people. It helps to develop joint venture marketing relationships with other people who are targeting the same audience as you, but who have a very different program than you do. You help them market, they help you market, it gets your enrollment numbers up. So you can see I've told you about all these different models, mainly just to show you that there are different ways for you to work. One-on-one, though, is still really near and dear to my heart. And if you've been listening to my previous episodes, you might have caught the idea that there are developmental stages in a business. I think a startup coach is better off walking rather than running. Nothing will teach you faster about yourself and your audience than working with clients one-to-one. You'll learn about your strengths and weaknesses as a coach. You'll figure out your unique talents that you have that are leverageable. And once you've worked with a bunch of people privately who are all in the same unique target audience, you can see the patterns. You're starting to really understand the psychographics, what they really want and what they will buy. And then it makes it a lot easier to create online programs that more people will buy. So there you have it. Now, in the next episode... I'm going to share some of the classic mistakes I made at startup. I did live to tell the tale. It's going to be a little embarrassing for me to show this to you, but I'm going to do it. So join me then. Thanks for tuning in to the Prosperous Coach Podcast. And please, if you like something about it, review this show and share it with other coaches. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.